Hey, everybody. <clears throat> Welcome to What's Up with Danny podcast. It is Friday, June 12th, 2019. And uh, today is the release day of the second episode of season two. Um, it's been a few months since I put out an episode, uh, because of, mostly because of the quarantine. Um, we put out the episode and then we went on lockdown, so haven't been able to really record anything uh, due to the safety measures put in place. Um, but today is a new episode, and today's guest is Leona Watson. Uh, we inter- we talked, I interviewed her, well, I wouldn't even say I really interviewed her. We had a conversation on Monday, this past Monday. Um, Leona is one of the uh, main voices for uh, that led the protest uh, that happened in Muskegon a few weeks ago, uh, the protest of the killing of George Floyd. Um, and we just, you know, we had a conversation the other day, we talked about the protests and, um, uh, what, you know, what they're trying to accomplish with this movement and, uh, future protests and goals. And we, uh, we talk a lot about the, the black experience, uh, which isn't something that I know about, um, and this this conversation, I'm gonna keep the intro brief so we can get uh, right to it because I don't feel like what I anything I have to say is as important uh, as this conversation that she and I had had. But uh, no, it was very uh, for, from my perspective, it was a it was a good conversation for me. Uh, hearing any anytime you can hear a perspective that isn't your own uh, about something so important, uh, I think is great. And I think as a as a white person and any uh, white person listening to this, I think that's really what's the most important thing right now is that we need to listen and uh, just listen. I mean, you know, obviously we should speak, stand up for what's right and uh, say our say our feelings, you know, it's important to talk, but it's, it's also more important, I think, to listen, uh, which is what I mostly did on Monday. Uh, it was great to talk to her. Uh, she made a lot of really great points and a lot of things that actually I hadn't really thought about. Like I said, I don't have that same perspective. I have no idea what it's like to be uh, black in America, and I can't imagine some of the things uh, that she had mentioned during the conversation or outside of our recorded time. Uh, it's, yeah, just I think uh, as you, if you're listening, just really take in what she's saying because it's very important uh, to hear. Um, but yeah, I was, unfortunately, I was waiting <clears throat> to release this until, so I, uh, we had more information there on June 19th, uh, Juneteenth celebration will be happening uh, in Muskegon, uh, and it'll be a continued effort to uh, essentially, I guess, just continue the fight uh, for equality, which is crazy that in this day and age, we still have to do this. Uh and have these conversations and uh it's wild um but yeah i i wanted to have the information for that i don't really have the information uh, at this time but as soon as we have a link or an event page i'll throw it in the information so you know if you check back on this episode wherever you listen to podcasts and hopefully we can get that for you um but yeah and uh i guess just uh like I said, listen, I don't have anything to promote. Uh, it seems a little silly to promote anything on this particular episode. Um, 
but danny.brug.shows at gmail comments questions concerns uh if you'd like to get in contact with uh leona then uh let me know email me or i can get you know get more information for you um but yeah no in, enjoy the episode i'm sorry if this intro was a little uh weird i just don't really know what to say i guess i just uh think it's important that you listen i can't say that enough uh and if you're listening leona thank you for having the conversation i am looking forward to talking to you again in a few weeks uh for our next episode that we will be recording but uh yeah enjoy the episode all right and we are rolling cool well thank you for being on thank you for having me i appreciate it um one, I came here basically to talk to you about the protests that happened last weekend and then the future protests as well, yes. which we'll eventually get to. But um, I guess at first I'll kind of just start off, how are you feeling about how things are going right now? Um, in the world or? Uh, in the world, I guess. Um, yeah. I am very, um, I'm very proud. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very proud and I'm very happy just to see the entire nation and unite and stand for something this has never ever ever happened in history you know what i mean it's 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 i just keep saying what a time to be alive like it is just a glorious time to be born like we never knew you know i've saw history happen so many times a century a decade a black president and and now like this it's 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 and to be a part of something so much bigger and to kind of like shut everybody up that thought Muskegon was going to riot and because mm-hmm. I've seen so many people, you know, um, especially black people, um, say that it was going to be successful and um, they thought that we were going to tear things down and that's not what I stand for. I'm not against writing. I understand the emotion behind the riots um, and the looting. Um, I really understand it, but that's not, I love my community. I do not want to destroy my community whatsoever. You know, my children may grow up and live here. I wanted to be where, w- building a bridge. I want um, white people to really get to understand black culture and not just copy it to get braids or, you know, marry our men and, you know what I mean? Like, really understand us because when you do that, be, the 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 unknown it, it 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 gets it it makes it so much easier you know what i mean to to coexist because i understand you you understand me those stupid questions that white people think oh i want to ask that but that's so stupid no it's not you need to voice that you right. need to find a black person that you trust that you can say hey you know do i call you black or do i call you african american you know do I crack a choke about chicken or, you know what I mean? Like, do all black people eat watermelon? These are, these are things that was racially, but there are questions. These are common stuff that white people want to know. Mm-hmm. We, we have tons of questions about white people. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're more alike than we are different. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was my hopes and to see it turn out to be so amazing man it was so beautiful mm-hmm. it was so beautiful now before we get to talking about the protest itself what what do you think made people sort of think that 
the protest that happened wasn't going to be successful? Like, what do you think kind of brought that mindset into some people before it happened? Um, the ripple effect of the nation. Mm. What was, they started off positive mm-hmm. and then, you know, ended, you know, very horribly mm-hmm. in some cities. And, and um, I just think a lot of people thought that we were going to copy. Mm-hmm. And that was not my intent. That is why I had said it for such an early time mm-hmm. so that it wouldn't linger that long because right. for one black people's not standing outside for no eight hours they're not doing that so i knew by having it at two by nine they they were going to be gone mm-hmm. you know so i think that was i think they just thought that the, it would be a copycat i didn't think mm-hmm. they really thought we really cared i right. think people just assumed that we were copying everybody else just to be on the bandwagon mm-hmm. yeah right on now, with this, the protest that happened, uh, I'd say it was probably about a, a little over a week ago, right? It was a week from yesterday. It was, um, what, how do you think that went, I guess? I mean, you've already kind of mentioned how proud you were of it, mm-hmm. but like overall from, you know, like let's, let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. What, as you saw, like more people approach and as you, and more people were gathering in, in you know, in respect to mm-hmm. what was happening, what was the feeling as you saw the crowd grow and the support sort of grow throughout the day? Well, when I first arrived um, and um, the crowd was gathering in the parking lot, a lady approached me and I was giving like a pep talk. It was more like an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. And I walked to the crowd and I said, hi, white people, you know, and we everybody was kind of, I said, you can say, hey, black girl, you know. Mm-hmm. So we all laughed and it was kind of like, you know, okay, that kind of, like soften everybody up well this this other white older woman she approached me and she said all lives matter mm-hmm. and she lit like she was very persistent with that and it was it was but I'm very educated mm-hmm. you know even though I'm not college I don't have a college degree mm-hmm. I saw what she was trying to do you know she was trying to arouse me agitate me get me in a out of my zen and upbeat make me angry by doing that and i looked at her and i said um you can say all lives matter but that's exactly what the fuck black people have been telling y'all for centuries we know you don't know that we do know that so you're arguing a statement that we've been arguing for decades you know and i said and if you want to protest all lives matter that's great. You just got to do it over there, mm-hmm. you know, and to see the crowd stand with me, white people stand with me and basically like tell her to get the fuck on. And this is not we're going to have a peaceful protest and see the black people, the white, the just the different kinds of demographic of that was out there. The elderly. When I saw the elderly out there, I mean, it was a woman 91 years old. Do you know how much stuff she saw in her life? So it was so powerful for for all these people to come together. And I mean, there were people weeping, crying, really screaming. And, and, and I love that black people came, but it made me more proud that white people were using their voices outside of their homes, outside of school, to really say black lives matter. Mm 
And I don't give a fuck if I go back to my neighborhood and I have to deal with the backlash because I'm out here. But I, damn it, I'm no longer being quiet. That made me more proud of seeing my skin color. Because th here's the truth. Black people can never make it without white people. It's not going to happen because this country was not set up for us. So until white people see us as a person, although the and, and the Constitution needs to be revised, for one, because they're never going to see us if it's not written there. It's You understand, in the Constitution, we are still not a people. So, right. you know what I mean? How do you fight that? How do we... How do we say all lives matter, but the Constitution doesn't even acknowledge us, you know? So to see that, it just, it made me feel so proud to see nobody, nobody uh, tore up anything, to see that the police wasn't there to try to stop us or, you know what I'm saying, contain us. And they, they let us just be free in that moment. And, and, I, and I appreciated that so so much it was it was so huge and i was proud of muskegon mm -hmm. i was proud of muskegon for putting us on the map for something so positive and now we're a part of history mm -hmm. you know our town is a part of history and that's dope that's dope like what happened needs to be taught in school you know what i mean it, it's really it shows that we can get along we really can mm -hmm. but if we don't if we do not stop segregating everybody in their little communities how could we ever get along mm -hmm. you know right. if i go to north muskegon or if i go to norton shores and i walk in that area i'm gonna look like i'm trying to solicit a white person for sex or something that's how i feel when i'm out you know so it's it, it sucks you know and it just made me feel so great that i mean we had them all out there young old black, white, Mexican, uh, whatever, they were there, and, and I was so proud. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to get a little bit about the police presence that was at the protest mm -hmm. as well, but for now, I guess I kind of want to center around, like you said, you, that you can't do it without white people. Yes. What is What are some things, I suppose, that you think that white people can help in as far as the movement goes and what can like because for me when I was at the protest I thought I thought everything went great and I and it felt for me you know watching people I was by the street most of the time yeah. holding the sign yeah. and stuff and you know seeing people drive by and just like the hope and like the just like the smiles Atmosphere, and, yeah you know people putting their hands out and it's like you know some people crying like yeah. you said it was just it was a beautiful thing to see because you know we when we were kids we read about you know the civil rights movement and everything we read about it in the text and everything and you wouldn't think you know 10 15 years later we would be experiencing that in you know in our yeah. own cities but for me i thought wow this this is a really great movement and the fact that there are so many people so supportive is maybe like made me realize that this is actually a movement that mm -hmm. does need to happen that people back yeah. and that it's a very important thing but I also felt for me, like as a white person, it felt like this is a good time for me to listen. Yeah. And it has in the last few weeks, yeah. seems like it's been a good time for me to listen and pick up, you know, things that I could do better. What mm -hmm. do you think specifically that maybe for the people that were there or people who haven't been able to make it to yeah. an event might be able to do to help sort of your outreach and your, your overall goal? we for one it starts in the home mm -hmm. you know we can want to save the world all we want 
but it literally starts with the children you're raising. It starts with the friends you have. It starts with, you know, your neighbor. And when you see people, white people say subtle racist things or, you know, just the things that you say in the privacy are your own. You know, I'm sure so many white people say nigga in their house because who's going to hear you? Nobody. You can watch TV. You can look at that nigga. You know, that has to be called out. It has to be. It just has to be. Because when you are quiet, that's like, um, and I'll use an example of like somebody raping a kid. Would you really watch? Would you, if so, if you walk past a room, somebody was raping a girl, would you just walk past and she's screaming for help and turn your head and say, you know, or would you intervene? Mm -hmm. Most white people would intervene. Mm -hmm. So what is the difference? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when you look at it in that point and you say, well, when you no longer see a color and you just see a human, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And more jobs, you know, like, um, I guess you just have to start educating yourself more, you know, really have it. And then you get the white people that say, I have a black friend. You have one goddamn black friend, one. That's not gonna, that one black friend, you're not even getting the real black, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. th until you experience it, you're never gonna understand it. And, and coming outside of your homes and, and mingling more with the black community and, and all, like, all those things, um, having, encouraging your children to have more black friends, putting them in a diverse school, you know what I mean? So that they can they can grow up and be comfortable around things like that. You know, maybe start listening to black music. Not to be down, but if you took the time to hear the words. Like when I'm in a store or somewhere predominantly white and they ask me like, you know, oh, what music or if I'm working and, and they turn the radio and they like, oh, well, they turn into like 104.5 and I look at the white people and I'm like, you can play country. I like country. It shocks them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because judging a book by its cover, a black girl, not, you know, I love country music. I love classical. I love like all type of things. Looking at me, you wouldn't dare think that I listen to those type of things. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really just inserting you guys' self in our world mm. and, and with the open mind, though. Mm. Black people not going to rob you, mm. you know? Mm. And, it, and I'm going to say this, and then I'll let you um, say something. I have a white friend. His name is Adam. And he, uh, he, he made a status yesterday, and it broke my heart because they had a, a, a basketball tournament at um, a street park in the hikes. And he said that when he went to the basketball tournament just to try to hang out, and you know, he has plenty of black friends. He said a lot of black people were trying to offer him drugs. Hmm. Now, that's a problem because the only time white people come in our communities are to buy drugs. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're not interacting. Other than that, they buy drugs and then they go in, in their communities. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do we stop? How do we, what do we got to do to break that? Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, that sucked for him to just want to just catch out a basketball game. He said he didn't even get a, a car because he felt 
so ashamed. He is not on drugs at all. You know what I mean? So it's like we have a lot that we have to do as well. Mm -hmm. But we can't get there if you guys don't come. Because if we come to you, we're thugs. We're going to rob you. Mm -hmm. We're going to get killed. We might get shot. They're going to call the police, say we're being suspicious because it's black people in our community. So unfortunately, although we accept our white friend, Adam, we can never go where Adam can go. You understand? Adam can come where we are. He's not going to get beat up. When they realize who it is, it's, oh, come on, Adam. You know what I'm saying? But the doors that Adam, because he's white, can get a black person through, that is why we need white people. Because there are just some doors that black people would never get through without a white person. Black and white people could come in our neighborhoods and get through all the doors. Do you understand what I'm saying? But we can never do that to their community. And that is why that's a problem. That is why it has to start in the house. That is why you have to put your kids, not in all white schools, but in integrated schools so that they can become familiar with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I think when, when, you, when you talk about that, it kind of reminded me of this thing. I, I worked with a woman named Sequoia, and she was uh, explaining to me one night, she went out on the town with some friends of hers, and um, she was the only black one there. And they went to, I don't remember the place specifically, I know it was one of the bars downtown, mm-hmm. and I was asking her, you know, if she had a good time, you know, what, what it was, and she said it was, it was fine, but it felt weird for her to be there. Yeah. And, you know, like, certain parts of downtown, you know, they, yeah. like, she didn't it's really feel right. welcome. Yeah. And, and when I heard her say that, I was like, because these are places that I they go, go frequent all the a lot. time. Yeah. And, I, and I sat there and I thought, you know, I can kind of understand that, you know, because when I do go there... You never really think about it yeah. when... Because you're you hanging around, out. Yeah, you look around the room and you see there's not a huge black presence yeah. in the room. And you think, I, I, I guess, yeah, I, I never really thought about it. But it was her explaining that to me, thinking, oh, this isn't, mm-hmm. this isn't right. We should have more, you know, people should feel comfortable going yeah. somewhere in their town, yeah. regardless of where it's at. Yeah. And, and, and that really kind of put it in perspective for me. And I think what you're yeah. saying, I, I definitely Like, I had a um, supervisor. His name was Nate. Love my supervisor to death. We ended up building a great friendship, white man, older white man. And I met him at Applebee's a couple of times. Every time that I went there to meet him for dinner so we could catch up and laugh, I felt so disgusting. Mm-hmm. White people, white women, white men love black women. Oh, they love black. Everywhere I go, a white man always trying to talk to me. Black, white women, white men love black women. Although, even the racist ones, you know, they love them. They, they love black women even more, but they would never admit it because they have to put up that fake, you know, racist thing or whatever because they're even scared of what, what would happen if they, if they come out and say, well, I really don't have a problem with these people. They're even scared. And when I was there, the the looks that I got being at that restaurant with that white man, I felt like, like a car girl. I felt like they were looking at me. It made me feel like, do I even know him? You know, and I've been knowing him for years. You know, it made me feel so disgusting. It made me feel like, and unfortunately, I got so overwhelmed that I didn't even want to eat. Mm. And I left. 
and, and Nate stayed there, you know, because he was drinking beer at the bar and things like that. And I was like, oh, Nate, I got to leave my kids. But that was, I lied. I lied because the pressure that I felt the white people with their, like, and they wasn't turning their heads. It was like some back in the day. And I was just like, this is so uncomfortable. And, and it made me not even want to engage with my white friend. So it happens a lot. It ha- that happens a lot, and it keeps us locked out. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's, it's very sad. And that's why this movement is imperative. It's imperative to our grandchildren. It's imperative to their children. You know what I mean? What we're doing in this nation right now across the entire world is setting the bar so that we may never get get to really live in that but the kids under us really have another chance to live in a way that nobody has seen ever before and that is what's so amazing right that's just amazing like the thought of it is amazing mm-hmm. now you you had mentioned it starts in the house but what do you think it's going to take for the majority of white people to see that this is an everyday thing for black people that they have to go through like they have to go through feeling like how you felt in the Applebee's yeah. or, you know, feeling like, I mean, well, I mean, overall, we're kind of talking about the way police handle mm-hmm. things, um, but just feeling like you are not a part of certain parts of your community yeah. because of who you are. What is it going to take to get white people to realize that? Having more community events where white people can really feel like we're including them. Mm-hmm. We want you guys to come. Juneteenth, I'm literally like, you need to dress in African colors, green, yellow, black, red, like all whatever. We need you to come. We need you to be dressed and have a, anything you ever learned about black people, let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Anything the school have taught you about black people, that's not true. The, you know what I mean? The systems have taught people black that we were slaves. That's what this that's what history teaches us. That's what your family say that you know we that we were doctors, we were lawyers, we were um you know healers and all these things. We were principals, we were all of that. That's who they get from Africa. They didn't get slaves. Right. You know what I mean? So when we when we take that narrative away and we start saying things like um you know saying it then it becomes a, a people. You know what I mean? Slave don't even need to ever be said again. We're not there anymore. We're so past that. We're so past that. So it, it needs to be, they took mothers. They took fathers. They took community leaders. They, that's how we're going to build the bridge. And we're going to allow people to understand that, you know, exactly who we are. That That's the, when, and, Taking the black away, taking the African American. We're not Americans at all. You know what I'm saying? We're just not, and it's really sad. We're just not. Mm-hmm. We're just not. You know, and and police come into the communities. Don't just come in the communities when it's some bullshit going on. Come in the communities when there's not anything going on. Tell that guy, that young man who's raking in that yard, you're doing such a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. For all the blacks that's fucked up in the world, that's out here selling drugs and stealing and killing, there's plenty of them that's going to college, that's graduating, that's, you know, getting jobs. I have a brother. He's in the police academy right now. You know what I mean? There's, there's so many black people that do good. 
So why are we focusing on the, the you know, 10, 15, 20% that's the fucked up? You know what I mean? And then, then they judge us based on that. I know that's not a real percentage, but they judge us based on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's 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 we are some lit ass people, you know. We do love chicken, we do love watermelon, those are not lies. That is true. But it's people that like me, okay, I can't even eat uh, watermelon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm allergic, so it's like things it's just those little things that although they little, they are big. Mm-hmm. You know, they are big. And right. so yeah. Right and it, it's really important to me because my children grew up in Orchard View District. Mm-hmm. And my son is, I have a son that's a lighter skin, and then I have a chocolate son. And the chocolate son, white girls love him. Mm-hmm. They love him. They love him. And unfortunately, I had to sit my son down, and he was probably like seven. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell him, don't like her. You can't date her. Not because I don't want my son to date a white girl. I want him to date whatever you like. But because I don't have time for the shit that comes with that. My daughter was outside playing one day. And her mom told the other little girl to come in the house. And the next day, the little girl told her that my mom said, I can't play with you because you're black. So when my mom's not at home, I can play with you. I had to tell my daughter, you don't ever play with her again. You, you you don't need her as a friend. And unfortunately, I got into it with the girl's brother because he called my kids niggers, and it was just a mess. And it's just like, Jesus, this is happening now. Yeah. That sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks because kids don't see color. We do that. Mm-hmm. We do that to them. Right. We, we really do that to them. And their parents did it to them, and their parents did it to them. And police are just me and you in a uniform. These are normal people that go home every day to their families. That's it. Mm-hmm. And if it don't stop, if you don't deconstruct the, revise the Constitution, you're going to have the racist people lean on that. That's what they leaning on. That's what they go back to, the Confederate flags, all the above. And how they're taking them down, statues, getting rid of those in the middle of the night so it won't cause a big ruckus with the, you know, that's what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of everything, everything Hitlerish. That's what it's going to take. Because what I know, I'm getting you know too deep, but <laughs> what it it all just it all collides. You know, it's like a slippery slope. You you don't know how fast you're going till you get there, and then it's like, oh, I I want I thought I wanted to get on a ride. Now I don't want to get on anymore. You know, and black people live in fear every day. Black men are scared of the police. You know, my um, ex-boyfriend, anytime he saw the police while he's driving, he would pull over. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean pull over. And he's waiting in a parking lot for 25 fucking minutes, and I'm irritated, like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know? But it's it's his fear of, um, it's his fear of, um, it's his fear of, just the, the anxiety of a black man. And, you know, it's like the police, everybody's sitting still. You know, I had my, my ex-husband used to be like, don't look out the rear view, don't look out the side mirror. I'm like, why not? Like, that shit is so, it, 
You you tell me it's the police, and then when I turn to look, it's like, don't fucking look. It's like, oh, that's just too much. This is what we deal with every day. I, I want my kids to go to college. I really do. But I'm scared to send them out of the state because... You know, we cool with the police here, some of us, most of us, um, but out, out, out of state, in different cities, and it's, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so we building those bridges, coming into each other communities, inviting each other to barbecues, you know, Big Gretch got invited to the barbecue and things like that. That's, that's what it's going to take for, for people to understand, like, listen, my house is like your house you know we do the same things we eat different foods hell i want to know why 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 people wear shirts in the summer winter we you know black people be cold white people never have hats on their babies and socks on their babies in the winter like there's questions that we both have you know what i mean so how can we build that bridge you can only build a bridge if you're willing to go over it you know, you're right. not going to, yeah, you can start on this side, but how do you build the bridge? Mm-hmm. You, if you just stop on this side, nobody's ever going to get over, you know, so you, you continue to build. And yes, it might get a little heavy. It might get a little intense, mm-hmm. you know, but when it's done out of love, there's no anger. Mm-hmm. If you want to ask questions, Juneteenth is the time to ask whatever it is you want to know about black people as long as it's really like genuine you know what i mean and from the heart because we don't we want you guys to understand i don't mind you calling me black it's not gonna offend me you know like i worked at a nursing home and this older white woman i changed her washing her and she was like um i had a cold and she said um you know color girl I was like, okay, this is a first for me, but it didn't offend me because she's older. And at that time in your life, that's what you referred to us. You know what I mean? So we're not offensive by far. We're not, you know, we're not easily offended. You can access anything. The problem is you guys don't ask. Right. Yeah. Where do you, where do you think that that fear to ask questions sort of stems from do you think people are like overtly afraid of yeah. being racist yeah. or that, and doesn't that sort of seem like it causes the trouble if you're worried about being racist in the first place it's know? an issue yeah like then it's an issue then you might be a racist mm-hmm. because if you're not a racist and and i'm not a racist for that. just tap the search chip below <laughs> You're not a racist, and I'm not a racist. We can easily have this conversation, you know, because I know that you're learning, I'm learning. So there's no, there's no, um, I don't even feel that energy from you. Mm-hmm. But when you are afraid, that means you might have said some racist stuff, mm-hmm. and now you're, now you're fighting a battle within yourself. Mm-hmm. You understand what? Because sure. you know the things you said. I don't know the things you said. Right. You might have a black friend, but at home you use nigger like it ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then you get in front of the black friend, and then you're scared to say. And then society painting black people as angry. Mm-hmm. White people painted us to be angry. When we no longer could work for you for free, when we no longer were going to, you know, it, it, when we no longer did anything like that, we became angry. 
white women scared to talk to black women and when they do talk to black women they automatically talk to black women nasty because they are assuming that we're going to be nasty well now nah, i am going to be nasty because now you you know it, it, it's like i am really i've challenged myself to unlearn everything i learned about american history to relearn new things because american history lied everything we were taught everything you were taught about black history is not true it's not how can white people teach you about black history right how who wrote the history books sure in the fuck one black people every black idea everything that you do from turning on your light switch eating peanut butter um using your broom um Black people made that shit because we were slaves and we had to figure out ways to work for you, clean your houses and you know what I'm saying? All these things. You you don't see us as people, but we breastfed your children. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Gay didn't come from you you accept LGBTQ before you accept a black person. That's insane. Right. You a man, you can go get some titties and put on some hair and makeup and nails and call yourself Sarah. White people gonna hug you, but they won't hug me. They won't hug my son. That's a problem. That is a problem. Because what's the difference between me and you? Just a little bit of melon, just a little bit extra. Just a little bit. We didn't, like, we did not you stole us, brought us here, and then you tell us to go the fuck home. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's insanity. Mm -hmm. We never, like, well, we were going to be at home, but you needed somebody to work for free. Mm -hmm. How can American history be told by everybody but the real people? Mm -hmm. You tell, white people telling the Indian stories. They're telling the everybody stories. They, they, they get to narrate it. You understand? That's yeah. a problem. Right. So it's, it's always going to be this way because we have yet to be able to tell our own story. Mm -hmm. We get one month. Mm -hmm. And all they keep doing is talk about fucking Dr. Goddamn Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and goddamn Malcolm X, and Frederick Douglass. It is so much more to black history than the slaves that y'all caught. You understand? It's yeah. so much more to our culture than the bullshit y'all teach. Mm -hmm. That shouldn't even be taught anymore. Mm -hmm. We should always know them, but we should not. Um, we should not uh, um, be strict restricted to just that. Mm -hmm. And until we can be able to tell our own story, white people are always going to be scared. They're always going to be fearful because what you guys were taught was we're rude, we're lazy, we're, you know, we're aggressive, we're murderous, we're killers, we're bad people. And self-con, not even awareness, not even knowing that you're being taught this. When you're in an all-white school, you're being taught that. When you're in an all-white school and it's only three black kids, you are being taught to be racist without even being taught to be racist. Because it's, it's putting the fear right there. Right. It's already, you went to elementary, no black kids, maybe two. You went to middle school, about three. You went to high school, maybe ten. You ain't even talked to them. How do you, how do you not be scared? You know what I'm saying? Same reason, how do I not be scared to walk down North Shores? I don't want to go to Known Shores. 
Because you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you're not going to see me in no chores mm-hmm. unless I live there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how do, how do we stop that? Only way to stop it is to combine it. Mm-hmm. You know, combine yeah. it. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's heavy. This is a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But this is years of not um, being able to, to know this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, to know that America, the police were... If you really take a look, the, you know, back, 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 back. The police, who made the police? Who the fuck said it was going to be police? How did that ever come about? When they slavery stopped, well, let's figure out another way. Because, see, slavery is illegal now, right? So let's figure out another way to control and kill. To control and kill. KKK put on another outfit and, and named it police. Racial profiling system, all of it, it's tied into to everything history has taught us. And until we unlearn some shit, to learn some shit, we're all going to be kept apart. You know, protests are just the beginning. We have to really go in and do undo this system. Because it was never built for us. The Constitution tells you we were never acknowledged in that Constitution at all. They they say we're not going to be judged by the color of your skin, da 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 da, whatever. But that even wasn't even for us because we were never considered a people. It says we the people, but we weren't the people then. Right. We were not people then. We were not people. Yeah. You know, so until they rewrite that, revise it. George Washington been dead for, I don't even, like, why the fuck hasn't that been touched? Whoever, whenever it wrote, whoever wrote it, whenever it got done, why hasn't so many years later? Everything else get revised, state laws, you know, they just switched the, the, the um, cigarette law. Mm-hmm. You, you're not 18 anymore right. to buy cigarettes, right? Mm-hmm. Everything else get revised but the fucking Constitution. Why is that? Because it still does not want to consider black people a people today, still. Still. And people like Trump that's making race wars, that's trying to bring everything Hitler stand for back into this, like, what do you think gonna happen? Do you think you gonna, you think you gonna turn me into a slave? It ain't gonna motherfucking happen in a million years. It's not gonna happen. Not the millennials, not us. We rebellious. We're gonna have the last word. We're gonna talk shit. We're not standing. You're not gonna let somebody say anything to you. And regardless of what color, that's just what we're doing now. And, and everything that you see in the communities, in the world, it's all because we are simply tired. We are tired of being invisible, but still making corporate white people rich mm-hmm. you know we're working to the fucking bone for y'all 12 hour days sometimes at factories 10 hour days we're barely seeing our fucking kids and then you go home to a 15 uh, bedroom mansion and we're barely making ends me to pay our fucking rent mm-hmm. like you guys giving out stimuluses but you gave Ruth Chris 20 fucking million dollars mm-hmm. that's insane right when there's people right here that can't eat. That makes no sense to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So where my protest was to bring awareness. And now that the world 
it's all on it. Now it's time to change these laws. Now it's time to, to get white people in black schools, black teachers in white schools, that you got a black teacher teaching African-American history in every fucking school. Until mm-hmm. that gets done, we're all fucked. We're going to steal, we're going to try to build the bridges, but it's only so far the bridge can even go. Because we need white people. We need white people to get it done. We just do. We right. just do. Yeah. Now, I kind of want to switch gears a little mm-hmm. bit and kind of get back into the protest. I am just going to check the time real quick here. Okay, we got a little bit of time. Cool. Um, what did it mean for you to have the support of the police presence at the protest? You know, I, I know briefly in the mm-hmm. beginning, the police had made a, a statement sort of saying that they were there with you. They want your voices to be heard, say it loud. And, mm-hmm. you know, what did, what did that sort of mean to you, given the the situation that the country is currently going through right now, to have like a community backed behind you? In a way, I suppose. Maybe maybe um, those few officers weren't an accurate representation of the that's police exactly in right. Muskegon. That's but. exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. You you hit it right there. Mm-hmm. They're not. Sheriffs, sheriffs not in the cars arresting us. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? They're just not. So, appreciate it. Absolutely mm-hmm. appreciate it. But was it because there's so much pressure? Mm. You know... Is it, is it because that's how you guys really feel? Mm. Are you doing it so that we won't riot and loot? Mm. You know what I mean? So all this shit is going in black. This is what's in black people's minds. Mm. However, to um, keep that on a positive note, you know, when I made a live video threatening that if the schools, all schools, didn't release statements on where their st- stance, you know, that we were going to protest in all their neighborhoods. We would go to Mona Shore's neighborhoods. We would go to Oak Ridge. We would go to all these neighborhoods until you guys make a statement. A lot of people said they only made statements because they were scared. And, but I was like, you guys, we got to take small victories mm-hmm. and treat them like big ones right. because it, the, our foot is in the door now. You know, our foot is in the door and you have to start somewhere. So the fact that the police was there, you know, showing their support, whatever the reasons why, they they still needed to be there. And it was great. It was great that they wasn't suited up and all this fucking shit. Like, you know, because these black people are gone. You know what I mean? It was cool that they was just there. And they let us have a voice and they didn't try to contain it. Okay. They didn't try to say how long we can have one. You know, they really let us be peaceful. And with that being said, that is why you had a peaceful protest. You know? Yeah. So... Yeah, and then a lot of those people that were um, in different cities uh, fucking shit up, they weren't even a part of the protests. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people came at night to fuck shit up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they got, you know, and these are people that really doing, that's doing that so that the um, Black Lives Matter movement get a bad name. You know, it's like a sabotage. It's right. it's it's already calculated. So to see that our police really just wasn't like what Grand Rapids police were doing. They they was not in riot gear. They were really just just showing us 
we we want to work with you whatever however we get this done this is a problem it made me feel so proud and when the officer hugged me and he was saying a bunch of great things in my ear and he prayed in my ear and it just i just wept because so many of my ancestors needed to hear that so many of my ancestors died you know and 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 never got that never even got a sorry never even got a apology we still have not got reparations for that you know everybody else the jews there indians do we don't because we are not seen as people and that's an issue you know it's the issue mm -hmm. what is it like i guess in if you're you know I can I can see behind the idea that maybe they just made statements like when you're talking about the schools they make statements you know maybe because they didn't want people to protest maybe they were a little nervous about that but doesn't it make you sort of feel somewhat hope to think like these small victories are going to lead somewhere you know yeah like, yeah and that's that but I know they will mm -hmm. it's not even hope I, I'm not gonna ever use hope because hope when you say hope it hope uh, no hope is oh I hope I get that gift on Christmas I've always mm -hmm. wanted we're beyond hope right we're beyond hope we're it not... sort of leaves the possibility yeah of it, yeah, yeah. It, it, no we're going to get it done mm -hmm. because I'm not going to stop advocating I'm not going to stop at a protest we're going to show up black Americans have to show up to more PTA meetings they have to show up to city council meetings they have to get out and register vote because white people have made black people voices unheard for so many years that black people don't even think their vote matters mm -hmm. You know, these are all the things that we have to start back saying, it's okay, it's okay. Yes, we need you, yes, no, we don't support that shit. He needs to get the fuck up out of here. We all want him out together because white people have really lost their way on, you know, what's going on in the world by really thinking that Trump is for any one of us. We are poor when it comes to him. We're all the same people when it comes to him. But only people that like that is the racist people that support him. So it's really not about politics at all, you know, anymore. You know, anymore. This is about race, racism, and that's just that, you know. And, like, the, the police coming together and, and standing with us and just really having our backs out there, it really made a difference. It made us say, maybe we can trust them. You know, yeah. maybe maybe we don't have to say fuck all police. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and 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 when when a police pull us over, you know, we got our phone out already because we don't know what the fuck going on. Maybe we can, you know, ease oh ease that out. You know, and and so I'm I was proud, and I also saw the judge. She was there. So it was amazing. I got to talk to her, and I didn't even know that she even gave a fuck enough to come. You know, mm -hmm. this these are things that these people did not have to come to. Mm -hmm. They could have had somebody else show up instead of them. They could have said, "Well, I ain't working today. Y'all deal with that shit. I don't want to deal with that." Mm -hmm. Like the fact that they really were out there and they were really, you know, from what I saw, I felt like I saw true emotion in their in their faces. You know, it just made me feel like, okay, Leona, this is the right way to go. Like this is what we need. Yeah, and I just think it put it put Muskegon on a map for like harmony. It did, and and I'm I'm good because honestly, if you look at it, since the protests, we have not had a murder. Hmm. Right on. We have not had a murder in Muskegon. At, well, Muskegon and Muskegon Heights at all. Hmm. 
that's a big fucking deal yeah. because everybody is getting along. Mm-hmm. Everybody is protesting for the same shit. You know, mm-hmm. there's plenty of money flowing through right now with the, unfortunately, with the, you know, the fact that the stimulus, there's people happy right now, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to see positivity when we're all coming together. Mm-hmm. You're going to see that shit. And that's, that, that's like amazing mm-hmm. have the police support, have uh, the judges support, you know, white people out there just, you guys were making me proud. I was so happy because... It's y'all silence that get us killed on top of the racism also. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's the fact that people are filming. Mm -hmm. Do you know how how long it would have took for somebody to stop, put their phone down, and really intervene with George Floyd? Mm -hmm. They weren't going to kill no white man for walking up on them. No, I couldn't have went up there, but a white person could have easily fucking kicked that guy in the face or pushed him the fuck back. Mm-hmm. But you're recording a murder. Right. Yeah, that I did. I was going. The only. I don't really go into these with plenty yeah. of questions, but I did have a question that I've. This is something that I've been asking my friends to try and see what they mm-hmm. would say to it. And do you think, um, had there not been a camera there? And, and that recorded and the whole for the whole world to see do you think that that would have led still led to this sort of oh we would have got a Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. it, we would have got an Eric Gardner mm-hmm. we would have got a Tamir Rice we would have got every other black person there's mm-hmm. not recorded mm-hmm. you know right. we, it would have been their word mm-hmm. against nobody's mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that seems to be the unanimous answer yeah. when I do ask that question and it, and it seems like isn't isn't that enough to see that, that, that there's a problem here? That it has to be, you know, recorded. It has to be a national outrage just for even basic, something to happen. Basic common sense. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if I walked outside and, and, and a guy was fucking choking a girl, I'm not going to walk past that shit. I'm not going to pull my phone out for a like, for mm-hmm. a share. Right. To have your Facebook page going viral. Instead of really looking at a human, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's just as disgusting as the people that killed them. Mm-hmm. Although, thank God you recorded it because it really, you know, started a movement. But it's like we need more people to put your phones down, white people, mm-hmm. and get in there. Because right. y'all can do, like I told you, white people could take us through doors that black people just can't get in. Mm-hmm. Y'all could come in our doors anytime y'all want. But we can never go where y'all go. Without one of y'all taking us with you, sure. you know, and and that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Let's talk a little bit about Juneteenth. Yeah. And the upcoming yes. plans for that. Yes. You want to talk about that a little yes, bit? Yes, that's going to be explain. so dope. Um, we're asking everybody. I mean, I need every white person from here to Reese Puffer, North Muskegon to come out, Twin Lake. All that, where Jamaican colors, green, yellow, red. Um, we're going to have speakers, poets. Um, uh, we're going to also protest um, for Breonna Taylor. Um, but to kick it off, we're, it's going to be very informative. It's going to be very informative. There's going to be information on um, mental health awareness in the black community because where white culture is accepted. Black culture, oh, you that, that it can't be nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You know, black culture is, oh, go sit down, you'll be all right, shit wrong with you. It's so dismissed, it's taboo. Mm-hmm. Because we're built to be strong, you know, we're built to overcome. Mm-hmm. 
you know so we don't get to acknowledge what's going on and also and and i know i'm not i i gotta say this though really quickly because although there's racism within you know the white and blacks but we gotta undo some of the shit too you know in our own community we have to undo some of our slave mentality you know that we were taught our grandmothers taught us our grandmothers taught us they taught them they taught them they taught them you know and now that our grandmothers and stuff are dying out you know that that's why we're being more boisterous and and you know i had my grandmother call me and say that god don't like for me to protest she was dead ass serious. She was like, the only way it's going to work if people believe in God. And, and I'm like, Grandma, that shit ain't going to work no more. Not like that. You know, so it's it just goes to show you how, how trained black people is to be scared of white people. And the outcome. I went, I said I was going to the protest and somebody said, be safe. Why? You know what I'm saying? So Juneteenth is all about love and light and fun and awareness and making sure that Breonna Taylor gets justice, um, making sure that this shit don't happen in Muskegon. And we're building bridges all over, starting right here, you know? And this is just not gonna start with a protest. This is, this is really bigger than a protest, you know? So everybody should come out on um, Juneteenth. Um, I'm gonna. I started a. Um, tomorrow we have a meet, a committee meeting, and we're gonna get the location and everything else set out, and then we're gonna do a Facebook event. So you guys will sh uh, be able to see that, share that, and and know exactly what's going on. Exactly like the first one, it'll be something similar, but just with uh, Juneteenth stuff. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Um, if you could, when you have that, the committee has the meeting and you yeah. have all that set up, if you want to send me the Facebook event and oh, then sure. just like the information yes. that, I can throw that in the oh, information thank you. on this yeah, as well. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, I'm going to check the time here again. Okay, so we've got eight minutes left in this hour and I think I'm going to ask you two more questions mm -hmm. at least. Um, I guess first off, can you sort of, if I throw a couple of like arguments at you that I've seen people post you know maybe not so much against but maybe to say like a rebuttal that people post that might yes. not be so great yeah. uh, the first one that comes to mind is the obvious one all lives matter mm -hmm. what is how does that make you feel and what is your general response we know to that we know mm -hmm. we know we know that all lives matter we've been trying to tell y'all that all lives matter a long time ago mm -hmm. but for some reason white America has selective memory. Mm -hmm. You guys the only one that don't know all lives matter because you're still killing black people for no reason at all. Mm -hmm. So stop shouting that shit and tell it to yourself in the mirror till you believe it. Cause you don't believe that shit. Right. You're only saying it to oppose what we're saying. You're only saying it to oppose what we're saying. You don't even believe all lives matter. Because if all lives matter, you will have a sign that says all lives matter. Stop killing black people. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't believe that. Because mm. if all lives matter, then you will be out there too. Right. What about uh, blue lives matter? 
when you see that? What does oh, that I make believe you feel? Blue Lives Matter. My mm-hmm. brother, like I stated in the beginning of the podcast, my brother is literally in police academy. It will kill my soul for somebody to do something to my brother because he's not a bad cop. Mm-hmm. When I was at the protest in Grand Rapids the other day to see all the angry people shouting at these protesters and calling them names, it hurt my heart because some of these police don't even agree what other people are doing. But they're scared they're going to lose their job. Just like one of the police officers that was there in the um, George Floyd case, it was his first fucking day. It was his first fucking day on the job. I think it was his second day, actually. And that was his commanding officer, his trainer, that was on his knee. Right. What do you do with that? It's your second day. The fuck is you telling somebody who's teaching you something? He's supposed to be teaching you the right shit. Have you seen Training Day? I not me personally. Oh my fucking god! <sighs> Tonight, do your homework okay. and then tell me, tell me. That's exactly what the fuck these cops are doing. Mm. That's exactly what these cops are doing. Watch Training Day. It's like black people homework. I, that's your homework. <laughs> right on. Denzel Washington is the. And let me tell you something. What makes it so crazy is that out of all the movies, are you familiar with Denzel Washington? I'm sure yeah, you are. Yeah. Um. He, out of all the movies that he's ever fucking played in, he had an Oscar for playing a crooked motherfucking cop. Shouldn't I tell you something about white America? He played in John Q where he saved his son's life. He was a black father fighting to save his son's life. He took on health care. He never got an Oscar for that. He got an Oscar for playing a black criminal in a blue suit. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Subtle racism happens every day on the TV, on shit we see. But we're so entertained. We're so entertained that we miss it. Mm-hmm. We miss them. So, yes, blue lives do matter. Mm-hmm. They do. They really do. All lives matter. Mm-hmm. They do. So what would you say, I guess not, because it's not the same as blue lives matter, but when you when someone says all cops are bad or on the reverse, that that you can't just take the actions of a few police officers and take it into account for all the police officers. What, Where's the in-between where you can say, hey, yeah, maybe not all police officers would do that same thing, but not all police officers are exactly stopping people from... And that makes you bad. Mm-hmm. That makes you bad. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That if, if I knew, if I knew that a person was molesting a kid, and I knew it, I had it on camera, and I never tell anybody. Mm-hmm. You are just as fucking guilty. You, I could have turned you in two years ago. Mm-hmm. Now the girl is on drugs because she's traumatized. I could have stopped that shit two years ago. Mm-hmm. You are just as guilty mm-hmm. for standing there. I know you want to feed your family. I know you do. But maybe you need to go be a police in another state, in another city. If they can't, they have a code of conduct. Do you know that it takes less hours to get a police academy certificate to become a policeman than it does to have a barber license? Mm, I did see that. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. That hair school requires Mm -hmm. more hours. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Right. That's insane. Mm -hmm. That's just simply insane. So those, that is why we say all cops are bad because black, white people group all black people together. Mm. One thug makes everybody a thug. Mm-hmm. What is a thug exactly? Mm-hmm. That's that's when you start at. Well, what's a thug? 
go to the dictionary and look up the what is it because it damn for sure don't show black people so what is it how did you just automatically put that word with the color mm-hmm. Th- these are all the things that we have to fix you know i know they say they're words but they're not they're 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 very misleading you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if i take once one word out of a document right just by saying we the people or whatever the constitution says that is you know it changes the narrative when words are not told properly and left out Mm -hmm. you know one little word left out makes a big difference in a paragraph Mm -hmm. you know because it could flow like that and then all of a sudden it's not flowing anymore because that one word Mm -hmm. or yeah i understood what you were saying i don't know what the fuck you're talking about because of a a, a, you know miss one word so Mm -hmm. we gotta go back and do it all over again so all right so i'm gonna okay so i guess my next question would be what are some organizations or uh, just some information that you have found in the last few weeks that you think might be helpful to people listening that, to where they can sort of take what they're hearing from you and expand on it in their own time to sort of make, like do put the research in themselves to sort of get the information to further what you're saying? Like, what are some things you would recommend? <laughs> this is going to sound so millennial-ish, but they need to go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. They need to see the videos. Mm-hmm. It's like you guys do the crime, but you don't want to look at what you do. Mm-hmm. And and not turning your eyes to what history has shown is because it, it's you will never get it. You got to look at it. You got to look at the videos where white people were kicking black people, while they were walking peacefully. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to look at where they were spraying us with the water hose down the street at full blast when we were walking peacefully. You have to look when they unleashed the dogs to attack black innocent people when they were walking peacefully. You have to look at the, the lynchings and all of that. You have to go back to, you have to go back to Roots. Have you seen Roots, Alex Haley? Mm-hmm, I have you not. never fucking seen Roots? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. And then see, this is the problem that you're see, talking about. This yeah, exactly, is, oh my, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many white people walking around and that is insane to me. That's like the black people Bible. Mm-hmm. Like it tells the story about oh my I just really if we had the time I would play it. Like that's so it's really long, it's gonna go with that's your other homework. Because until they until white people see it, mm-hmm. not the old white people, I'm talking about us white people, until they see it, you're never gonna understand the anger. Y'all call it anger. That's not anger. Mm-hmm. That's pain that you see. That's sadness what you see. Mm-hmm. That, is just, that is just real life sadness what you see. Mm-hmm. You have to watch Roots. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to watch Roots. Mm-hmm. You have to watch Roots. And then watch Training Day. Mm-hmm. That's your homework. And when you watch Roots, get you some tissue. Because you're going to be sad. You're gonna be sad and you're gonna be, you don't have to be ashamed because we know you did. We know that you did not have me on no boat. You know what I'm saying? I know you did not steal me off no boat, but your ancestors did. And until you get it, until you watch what they did, you will never be under, that is why a black teacher need to be teaching African-American history in white schools 
Because where are you learning it from? Right. Where do you learn black history from? Mm -hmm. Not fucking Martin Luther King, because that is not the history. That's not that's that's when that's when they started to get tired. That's not a history. That doesn't show what you guys not you guys, not you, but you know, it doesn't show what happened. It doesn't show how we were sandwiched on top of each other in fucking chain. It doesn't show the white people coming in raping our men. White people rape white people started gay shit with raping our men to demasculate them, to make them embarrassed in front of their wives. You understand? Like that's you stole children from women. You raped them, had children by them, and then disowned the child because they was light-skinned. That is just insane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It killed so many women. The wives had so many women killed because the, the women knew that their husbands were sneaking in there at night having sex with them. You know, so this is all the things that you guys see that you will see have you seen 12 years a slave mm, no, oh my not. fucking god you haven't mm -mm. okay this movie was based on a black man who was free back in the day when they freed people they walked around with papers you had to keep them on them to show anybody that you, that they were free because i seen on facebook yesterday a white man said that you stupid motherfuckers walked on a boat yourself that's a lie it's a lie they were lured on the boat they were lured on the boat. And, and when they became free, some people over here, they were stealing them. They were coming up north stealing black people because at that point, the South wasn't freed yet. You understand? So they were, oh my God, he literally was in slavery for 12 years before he became free. You have to see it. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. This is why, this is why, simple shit. Mm -hmm. This at the finger, they're, they're, this information is at your fingertips. And you still don't know. Right. You wasn't gonna never hear those words because you wasn't around the black people that gave a fuck enough to culture you, to to teach you this stuff. Mm -hmm. Man, oh my God, you have to watch these. This, this is so crazy. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna quiz you, oh, yeah. Juneteenth, if you come. I'm gonna say, what did you see? Mm -hmm. I'm really. You don't have to, cause Roots is really long, so you can watch maybe like the first. The first series it's, it's mm -hmm. really lengthy almost like a titanic -y situation oh, okay. you know but it, it's nothing you're going to get bored from mm -hmm. you're really going to be sick to your stomach when you really see what they done and how they done it you know so yeah oh my god that's well, crazy. how about this i think what i'd like to do is maybe after juneteenth yeah. we get together again oh, yes and we have another discussion yes. and by then i will i will watch Roots and I will watch Twelve Years a Slave and Training Day. Oh my God! And then we can discuss maybe yes. a little bit further of some of the things that I learned. And then we could bring more white people in, mm -hmm. and we got a fucking movie night. Not mm -hmm. you know literally night, but you know what I mean. Because mm -hmm. until these movies are shown, they've been shown to us. Mm -hmm. But until you your culture see them, mm -hmm. you're gonna think that Black Lives Matter is just a we want privilege. Right. We you're not gonna understand why the fuck they matter mm -hmm. till you see what the fuck they've been through. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so what we all know that America loves sympathy. America can sympathize with anybody through pain and sadness because you cry, I cry, people die, your family die, my family die. We all have that common denominator together. Mm -hmm. That is what, that's how we bond through the pain. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. how we build the bridge to the pain. But if you guys never see it, 
you know, like that's and I'm still blown the fuck away that you never that's it that's crazy. No. That, but I but I think it sort of feeds into your point a little bit that yeah, we should be I mean, I personally, you know, I grew up in Ravana and we you know, it's a primarily white school. Yeah. And I, I do remember if I think back to my history classes, you know, I watched Patriot Act, you know, mm-hmm. that movie, just yeah. different movies about, you know, the revolution itself, but those representations aren't at all of the black experience no. at all. And I and I'm thinking back in the points you're making now, I'm realizing, yeah, no, it's it's our history classes are sort of catered to this ideal that keep us on this path. <gasps> and and I never really I mean that's that's I think this podcast maybe itself might be a good example of learning and how yeah. there's still a long way to go. Uh, still, and, I mean, a long way. You haven't even seen shit that's we watch on holidays. Mm. This type of shit comes on on black TV mm. on holidays. This is what we sit around and do. Mm-hmm. You know, we we watch, I don't know what you guys like. I mean, Pearl Harbor. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> it is that you guys watch, but like that movie. You know, mm-hmm. like that movie. Mm-hmm. We these movies come on around February, mm-hmm. and it, it makes sure we never forget the Tuskegee situation when they injected the men with syphilis and all that mm-hmm. shit. That like that is insane. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Insane. Mm-hmm. You, everybody give a fuck about what Hitler did to all them people. That shit was done to us first mm-hmm. around the same time. And although they stopped Hitler, what about us? Mm-hmm. What about us? Right. What about us? The Jews can own shit. They can own whatever the fuck they want to own. Arabs can come over here and own whatever the fuck they want. Chinese can come over here and own what the fuck they want. Black people can't own shit. Black people still can't own shit. And when they do, the system make it so motherfucking hard for us to do that. They checking background. They doing this. They, 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 man, we can, like, listen. It, it has to be, like, yeah. Cause we can go, on, I can go on and on about this. Cause it's it's so, like I can't even I can't even get over the fact that you ain't even watched this shit. It's like blowing my shit. It's like, I'm, my mind is fucked up. It's like, how do you not know these stories? So no, you are always gonna think of us in um. And I'm getting emotional because these stories are so important. You know, it's so important to see that. You know, it's so important to see that. And um, when you watch it, your view, whatever view of black people you had before that protest or even today, when you watch it, you will never see black people the same again. If you watch that shit and you still have your little whatever thoughts you could have had in the back of your head about black people, then you are a racist at core and you might just need to create an island and live on it. That Those movies will really like erase everything you ever thought. Everything. If you ever thought a black person was lazy, which I'm sure it probably crossed your mind, or if you ever thought black people were niggers, you know, or just thought it one day when a black person pissed you off, you know, because these, we got to be real, these are things that people say every day in their house, like, like it's just brushing your teeth, and it's okay. It's okay, because in order for you to do better, you must know better, and right now, America don't know better. And, and it's time for them to, you know, it's time for them to be taught better. And so, you gotta, yeah, yeah. Ooh.
Yeah, and then having those movies in schools, mm-hmm. it'll stop all that shit. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll stop all that shit. You know what I'm saying? It would just simply stop. Like, I cannot even, like, I know I just want to not, like, I just can't even fucking understand you ain't never seen these movies. Like, that is some serious shit. And it breaks my heart because these are movies that, these are all we got. This is, this is, this white people is trying to teach us about our culture. How? How? You ain't even seen our culture. You haven't even seen the shit. How the fuck are you going to teach us? Everything they do, like, you know, the white girls wearing their hair braided to the back and in the box braids and everything black, you know, everything black down to fucking a black man. It just, if you watch that movie, if you watch it, you're going to understand it. it. It will all be like, poof, this shit been here my whole life and I didn't see it? You're going to get upset. You It will make you upset that they locked you out. They locked you, white people, they locked y'all out of black people. And it's, man, watch it. And that's all, I'm done. Because I'm floored. I'm fucking floored. I am floored because I just knew you saw it. I knew a lot. I mean, I don't know why. I just would assume that white people saying it. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a real life problem. These movies are. I was watching this in elementary. I was like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking thirty four years old. That is a problem. And see, and I don't know if this might help a little bit, but maybe had we not have gotten together today and had this conversation, I still wouldn't even know even about think these about, movies. Yeah, like this wouldn't be if something like like me being here today and hearing you say this and, you know, seeing your reaction to me just not having seen these movies is really like making me think a lot about, you know, my perspective and how even if I think maybe if I think my perspective on it might be good mm-hmm. that maybe there's like that doesn't mean that I still don't have more to learn. Yeah, you know? yes, for sure. You have tons to fucking learn. Like you have tons to learn. Mm-hmm. But it, it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know. And then you think like, damn, am I a racist? Am I? You know, it's so much. It's so much. It's just so much. And I think people, white America, don't want to deal with it, so they pretend like it's not existing. Mm-hmm. Because in order for them to to really deal with it, they have to admit there's a problem. It's like fucking AA. You don't just go to AA because oh hey I'm here. How you going to AA, motherfucker? Because you drinking too much. Mm-hmm. There has to be an AA for racism. Mm-hmm. And the only way you're going to get your, through the 12 steps is by fucking saying there is racism. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have not seen these monumental movies that is floating in black culture just goes to fucking show. Why y'all ain't seen that? Why you, all, why you ain't seen that? Your ancestors is all over. They the stars of the movie. Mm-hmm. So why you have not saw it? Because it makes them ashamed of what the fuck they done. Mm. I mean, they the it roots Alex Haley. It is so graphic. It is so. Have you seen Passion of the Christ? I know you have. You know what's funny? Not not that it's funny, okay. but it's no, just interesting. Yeah. When when you were saying that, it it immediately popped into my head an example, or the first example that popped into my head was I have seen Passion of the Christ. Oh though, yeah. And I wonder if that's a oh, weird. Oh baby, it's it's yeah, very no. much. Yeah. It is very much mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It is it is it is very that it's like okay, wait a minute, I wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus died like that. Yeah, everybody want to pray. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and be it is the same. It but it is way worse. Mm-hmm. You know. 
it was it's way worse it shows the women being raped it showed man watch it mm. watch it watch it watch it and watch it again. like watch it and bring your other white friends and watch it and then bring and then they're going to bring their friends and then before you know it you're going to be like hey you know about this movie mm. and you're educating you know what i mean without even knowing like Oh, yes. <laughs> well, it seems like it might be a good place to sort of stop it the is. recording. Yeah. 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 And uh all right, so we will get together in a couple yes. of weeks after Juneteenth yes. and we'll talk a little bit more. Yes. I will watch those movies Ooh. and we will discuss and I'll, so I'll let exciting. you know what I learned and how that may have changed my perspective. I'm sure it will. Based I'm on sure what you're it saying. will cuz if it does not then uh you you got a strong mind. <laughs> cuz it's, it's it's it is it's it's very heartbreaking. But it's also freeing. Mm. It's also forgiving yourself for what your ancestors did. It's also giving yourself permission to just be like, fuck no, I do not stand for that. You know what I mean? And then it gives you permission to have a voice. It don't matter if you didn't have one before. It don't matter if it took this particular situation for, for, for you to wake up and say, you know, I need to be a part of this. This is an issue. Whatever the reason is, black people don't give a fuck. If you just now or tomorrow you waking up. We just need you woke because sleeping and being quiet is killing us off to the point where in a minute there's not going to be no black men, which without black men, there's no black children. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's an issue. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. That is a that is an issue. That's an issue. That's an issue. That is an issue. And until police like literally stop killing and, you know, doing their jobs. I've seen police officers I seen black men hands up and they still kicking them or they body slam them. What the fuck is that for? If my hands is up. All you simply have to do is put your goddamn hands behind my back. You know, and then you, did you see the thing that I shared on Facebook where it showed the three people who killed 30 people? Mm, no, I didn't see that. Dylan that shot the church up. Mm. The other fucking white guy that, um, that, uh, uh, killed, um, um, it's two more white guys. I don't know what the fuck they did, but they murdered a lot of people. And it was three black guys. It said only three people on this on this scroll killed 30 people. Wasn't nothing wrong with the white people. Was n- They didn't have a scratch on their fucking faces. Black men are getting beat the fuck up for driving on suspended license. They're getting beat the fuck up for jaywalking. They're getting beat the fuck up for having a child support warrant. They're getting beat the fuck up for having a gun. But this person, and murdered, these people actually killed innocent children. Mm. Families. They let Dylan eat a Burger King burger. Mm. That's insane. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's when black people are getting, you ask me to, to give you my ID and I reach for it and then you shoot me. Mm-hmm. We never going to win. If my hand's up, you're going to shoot me. If I reach for my ID, you're going to shoot me. If I'm laying on the ground, you're going to motherfucking shoot me. You're going to make up whatever reasons in your mind to shoot me because you don't understand. And these movies, they need to be playing them in police academies, all type of shit. Because mm-hmm. you need to understand what the fuck when a black person see you coming, what the fuck they thinking in their mind? That's why they run it. They ain't even did shit, but they run it. Because they don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I see it every day. I'm, I'm in the car with a guy that does that. I just told you he pulls over and fucking have me sitting on it. I'm like, what the fuck? 
is going on? The police, I'm like, okay, this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's his reality. He's the black man. I am not. You know? Right. And this happening right in his skin. Mm-hmm. Black people, if you ever happen to be in a car with a black person, you will hear them like, uh, like if you, sometimes it's songs and sometimes they have like siren noises in them. Mm-hmm. And if you ever get a chance to hear that, a black person will cut the music down and get to looking like, is that, and then we be like, oh, that's just the music. But mm-hmm. why are we doing that? Right. We didn't even do shit wrong. I have, I am a drive, I have a drive size. I don't even do shit wrong. Mm-hmm. But I still get, I ain't calling no motherfucking police. Like you, I don't care what's going on. My neighbor could be jumping. I'm not calling no police. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop the shit, but I'm not calling no motherfucking police. Right. That's a problem when when I as a woman don't even feel like calling. I don't feel comfortable calling the police. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck gonna happen when they get here. I don't know if it's gonna be shit. I might end up going to jail. You know what I mean? Like you just and that's sad. That's very sad that we don't even feel comfortable calling people that's supposed to protect us too. You know so we have a long way to go long way but I am very proud of of this in this moment in this time and I'm gonna say it and I'll say it a thousand times what a time to be alive you know it is just the perfect place to be right now mm-hmm. it is the perfect I'm proud to be an American right now yes very proud right on very proud yeah but thank you this is so you gotta, yeah. when you watch the movies I'm gonna be like now you got your black card now you got your black card because those movies are like they they are hard. They are hard to watch. You know, imagine me watching that and I'm in the sixth grade. Mm. You know, I'm in the fourth, actually the third grade when we started being introduced to this shit. Imagine processing this shit. Mm. I was forced to go in the basement and read for hours. My, my grandmother did not let us go outside and play. She made sure we knew how to read and read very fucking you know, my great-grandfather didn't know how to read or write. He worked the cotton fields in Mississippi. My great-grandfather did that. Insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Insane. So, yeah, we have a lot to learn, and, and but we're learning it. And, and, and I think more so, I think the nation is, is thirsty. I think everybody's thirsty to learn. I think for the for the white people that's standing up and they're really, um, I, I think their I think their minds are they they're ready. I, I don't think before this happened, I don't think they was ready to hear really what you know. But I think right now everybody's listening, even the people that don't want to, they don't have a choice anymore. You know, because it's on every news channel, it's on every news feed, it's on every timeline, Twitter, Snap, Facebook. I'm sure if anybody on MySpace, they got to be on MySpace, you know. So it's all, all these things. How do you turn it off? Mm-hmm. You don't. So it's either you you evolve or you get left behind because we're leaving racism way the fuck behind. You know, we're not bringing racism in 2021, 2022, in the next century. That shit is going to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. And when it, we won't be here to see it, unfortunately. But our children will live in harmony. And we won't even be able to see it. Be- what we're doing today is really setting the bar for what, what they life will be like. 
you know so I'm excited for it I'm excited for it because it's really a it's really a good thing and it's time you know we've been it's just so time and then I'm cool as fuck you know so more white people really need to experience black folks because we are fucking lit there's some shitty ass black people for sure but don't we all have those people that we don't care to associate ourselves with, whether they're white or whatever the fuck? I'm sure it's people that you saw in high school. It's like, he's a fucking douche. I would never be his friend. Mm-hmm. We have that same shit in our own communities. So it's no different than the shit y'all see. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're more alike than we are different. But until you understand, and yeah, I see why you don't know. Because... You're not even getting a chance to be taught it. That shit is... That's fucking with my mind. Because I, I just assumed that the schools taught y'all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like our schools taught us that. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That in an all-white school, y'all being locked out of black education. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Because right then, it set the bar for racist shit to slip in your mind. Because, no, you they're not showing... I'm a star. They're not showing all these movies. Man, that's, that, that, that bothers me because it basically tells me that they're not showing it. And then it makes me say, well, why aren't you showing it? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. why? Why? Why aren't y'all showing that? Mm-hmm. That's what we did. So why don't you, why don't you know what y'all did? Why? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, so, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Man, that's a great, that's going to be on one of my damn things to do is to have every fucking school in Muskegon, Michigan, and hopefully it goes throughout white schools especially need to watch. It needs to be a part of the fucking curriculum, like how they have to take you know, history to pass, you have to take African-American literature to pass. Mm-hmm. It, we learned about Chinese shit. We learned about, every, we learned about, you know, everybody else. We celebrate Cinco de Mayo, like, like you know, oh, we got Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. No, nothing for black people. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And this is shit that probably never even crossed your mind, you know. I love Taco Tuesdays, by the way. You know what I mean? But in Chinese food, love it to death. Love it. Right. But if we don't have, if we don't talk about these things, and like, like, if white people themselves aren't exposed to these things, they're never going to think about them. They're never going to learn. And and the question is, why are you being exposed? Mm -hmm. Why are your white people keeping y'all locked out? When it's what they did. So fuck black people, because we were still slaves. It depicts y'all as the rulers. So why why y'all not teaching it in the school? Mm -hmm. Because it's going to make them look disgusting as fuck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to make them look disgusting as fuck. And it's going to make white people, young white people, have compassion for people like me. They don't want you to have compassion because they want racism and they want the ideologies of what you guys form in your own minds to still keep rolling on. Because racism, that's that's how it feeds. No knowledge, that's how the fuck it just keeps going. It's Man, that's fuck, that just fucked me up. I'm going to be talking about this 
all day. That's unbelievable. That's so sad. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh I think we might be able to end here. I think we've yeah. talked I think do you feel like we could cover oh, anything else? No, or? because I will keep you for tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. <laughs> so because this is something that you can go on about. You know, mm-hmm. this is not something that you could just stop. There's like the fact that you haven't even watched, man, there's so much shit I can tell you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That would be like yeah, so no, we're gonna stop here and then okay. have Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. And then follow up with the movies, and and I that's 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 gonna be my really next thing to work on. That is some deep shit. Mm-hmm. That's some powerful shit. That the fact that you haven't even heard of it or watched it or not, mm-hmm. you know, that's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> well, thank you for meeting with me and talking about this. I know this stuff that we're talking about is heavy, like you said, but it's something we, that needs yeah, to be talked for about. Sure. So for I really, sure. I very much appreciate it.